This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a childhood best friend turned lover, a weird long distance relationship, and we're taking a voicemail. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Center of New York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. These podcasts, there's a lot of podcasts now from when I first started. There's a lot of choice out there. There's a lot out there. There's junk. There's bullshit. And it really feathers my nuts that you guys choose to make this one a part of of your lives each and every week because in this time of a lot of supply, it's tough to find the people who want to demand your stuff. And we keep growing. And that only happens because of you telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a, uh, a mama, a papa, an aunt, an uncle, anyone with ears, we'll take them because we will take anybody. I, I, I don't mind. I don't care what you look. And, and I got to tell you, I hear from you, the listeners, and it feels good to hear from you. A tweet, a DM. Do me a favor. Do me a solid. Do your Papa JT a, a, a big one. Take a screenshot of you listening and post it as your Instagram story. That's a fun and easy way to let people know what you're doing without going up to a friend and going, you got it. Because I understand it's tough. It's tough to tell people about podcasts because they're either not listening to podcasts and they feel like they're an idiot because they're behind technology. So they go, oh, I don't listen to podcasts. You know, they put up this whole wall. Or they already got their crew. They already, oh, I got my Monday, I got my Tuesday. That's the thing. There's going to be a Tuesday where someone takes a week off. Pop, Papa, no sleep over here. We don't take weeks off. We're here every week, right? Every week. Every week. Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> we're getting ahead. I'm going to LA next week, and we're getting ahead right now so that you're not, you're not going to be without. So listen, I do you that favor, do me this favor. This is a, is, how much does this cost, Shelby? This is free. Free. Jared, That's it's free for freed. Free for freed. You're paying all of zero to listen to this podcast. Free entertainment on your on your trips, on your car rides, on your gym workouts. Papa JT is carrying you through. Do me this favor. Take a screenshot of you listening. Let people know. Tag me. I'll thank you, of course. I thank everybody that writes to me. So, And it feels good. It feels like I'm lifting one leg on a table and my nuts are dangling below and you've taken a little feather, a small feather, and you're just grazing. Grazing that seam, that weird seam that separates the two nuts. So that feels good. Um, yes, Shelby, you got something. It seems like you're clamoring to say something. Seen that porn where they're like laying on the, they cut the hole in the table and yeah. then the guy lays on its stomach. And then puts- I, ne- <laughs> I never understand that brand of porn. It's like they they could put out so many videos. But don't you want to see? Like, I don't know who's whacking. I feel like our guest is going to have a good opinion on this, so I want to bring him in. Um, but listen, people, 
Take a screenshot. Let people know you're listening. Keep telling people. Keep spreading the word. Uh, the, the the email. We're going to get to the emails. We've got great ones today. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send anything you like, your stories, your questions, anything you'd like. Um, I'm going to be coming to Chicago. April 22nd, I'm headlining, and then at Zanies, 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 April 22nd. Also, the 23rd, we're doing a live podcast, live podcast, two very different shows, two great times to bring friends to. Um, also, I've created a channel that you can get more from me, okay? If you want an extra podcast every week, if you want an extra blog, if you want to hear from your boy J Train, go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Check out what I'm offering you there. Uh, that's just a little extra piece of the King of Brunch every week. Okay? Um, let's get to our guest. I'm very excited to have him here. He's so funny. You guys are all going to love him. Louis Katz, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. What a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you for doing this. It's it's a, too long. Yeah. I, I, I This should have happened... Many moons ago. Yeah, it feels right now, though. It feels right. It feels right, especially with this topic that Shelby brought up um, with the... the a glory hole? Is that what... I mean? think it's glory hole, right? It's like that, but glory hole horizontal. Yeah, they're lying <laughs> down, and then people just get underneath and start sucking away. They probably meet beforehand. Well, no. that's the thing. No? No, no they don't meet <laughs> You've had a very definite <laughs> opinion. <laughs> the whole point is they don't meet beforehand. It's totally anonymous. It's just a random mouth. Yeah, it's a whole, there's a part, there's another part, no meeting. I don't understand the idea. I understand, like, why that's a fun thing in the, mo like, you're in the thing. But to watch. I've never, I'm not, I've, I've been aware of it, but I've never, I've never really watched it myself. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing, you know. But it's just one of those things that you're like, you know, I, I've given this advice on the podcast before. A lot of people say, well, why doesn't that person like me? Or, you know, people with relationships are wondering. The the porn categories that are out there prove to you that there's someone for everyone. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Whatever you look like, you look like, and someone is masturbating to you. That's true. And that should be endearing to you. There's a, you know, someone's masturbating to a foot. Yes. You're someone's foot. <laughs> right that's totally true if they, you know do you ever have the thing where it's like you discover new things that you like like you still like oh i can't even believe this is a category and then it, like you get that little twitch you're like oh it's my category now now it's <laughs> yeah. one of my categories you accidentally click on it you're like yeah. I, I guess this is a part of my resume now well you're just like what is this and you're like oh well that worked like yeah who would knew no that that would work but that works this is the problem and the solution of the internet yes you know finding <laughs> out what you're you know like you know a hundred years ago how would you know Anything. You would never know that you had these weird fetishes, and now you're aware of them. And now you're aware, and then pursuing them. Yeah. So that's why there's a lot of weirdness out there that people are like, hey, I'm just looking for someone. Once you realize that's your thing, I mean, and it's weird how early it is. I have a friend, he lets his kid on YouTube without any parental controls. How old's the kid? Five, four, Five, just, just three, something like that. He's been doing this for years. He's and, just waiting in, in the internet waters. Well, he got, he got into these videos, and he's like, he actually already has... A fetish at that age. At he's five these, years old, he's watching these videos, and I, and we're like, "Well, why is he?" He's he's loves these videos. These videos, have you seen them? Where like women have like an expanding belly. Okay. It's very niche, and once you watch them, you're like, "Oh, this is clearly like he doesn't know their fetish videos." Yeah. But if you watch them, they're fetish. Videos. You know why people are watching? It's like a lady who she's going like, "Oh, I." I feel so full. And then her belly starts getting bigger. and big. It's like some kind of weird inflation suit. Yeah. And her belly gets bigger. And there's like all these sites with um pictures of like pregnant looking Disney stars. It's like a whole thing. 
His first girlfriend comes home. She's got this, got it's this like a weird... pot belly, though. It's not yeah. like he doesn't like fat girls. He likes a pot, almost pregnant looking. He comes home stomach. with like an, an Ethiopian child who hasn't eaten in <laughs> a month. He's like, and the dad's just like, I knew it. I knew this was coming. I knew the day was here. It's so weird because and it's all, he's the second kid. So it's not like he saw his mom pregnant. So it's some sure. kind of weird Freudian thing. It's like, I don't know where he gets it. But, from. you know, this is the other thing. Like, you know, you're born gay. You're born with these things, too, I think. I think, like, you know, you're born with your pro proclivities. Well, it's just weird because it's like, it's pre... He's pre, he's, he's a... You he's know, prepubescent. Yeah, prepubescent. So why, there's no even sexuality. I guess there maybe is, but I don't remember being into sex or stuff then. And uh, and so he's already into this weird thing. Maybe it'll be attached to sex later. Maybe yeah. just some kind of weird, like... Maybe it'll just be something he's entertained by now. A hobby. Yeah. Just a <laughs> nice a pot hobby. belly hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, all of you need to go check out Louis. Louis Katz is, uh, has an album out, If That's These right. Balls Could Talk. That's right. That's very on brand for this podcast That's with good. all the feathering going on. I never heard about this feathering. I first, I thought that was a style you do with the pubes on your nuts. Like it's feathered hair oh, on like, your nuts. Like I'm going with like a like a yeah. 70s style. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. putting bangs in. Yeah, feathered like feathered pubes. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you mean a feather, an actual feather an on your nuts. An actual feather. Well, I was saying it, it started really naturally. I was always talking about how good it feels when people respond to what you're putting out there. You know, we put <laughs> stuff out there every, I'm, you know, I've put stuff out there for years now. Mm -hmm. And when someone writes to me and lets me know like, hey, I... It helped my day. It enjoy, it made me enjoy my workout. It, this article you wrote, I liked it. It feels extraordinary. Like, it, it, and and I tried comparing it to having a feather just gently grazed over the seam of your nuts. That's nice. I've said boil my beans. Feather's the one that really caught on. Now people bring feathers to shows. It's really an interesting thing. I think we're going to come out with some feather hats. Be on the lookout. Merch, baby. That's great. That's um, a good idea. But if these balls could talk your album, when did you take the album? This is actually an old album. I'm editing a new album right now. It's not out yet, so I can't promote it yet. But, okay. Um, it's coming. That's going to come this year. But this album's already, I don't know, 2010. So it's been a while. But these are the ty types of things I always tell people. I'm like, go get on these people you might not have known before. Put on an album in the car. It's such a great way to like, such a good road trip thing. Totally. And you go look up, you know, and iTunes has made the world so easy to find these things. Go up, look up Louis Katz, L-O-U-I-S. That's right. Katz. Yes. It's spelled wrong, but it's, 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 or my parents fucked it up. I'm sorry. They didn't fuck it up. All right. Because I'm Louis. That's my middle name. Yeah, but you just said Louis. It's Louis. But it's Lou. It's it's you just taught me how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's an old school Jewish way of doing it. It's, yeah, you, people used when people used to know more, it was like before America when America was more European and less Latin. Mm. Everyone knew Louis with an S was pronounced Louis, ah. and now as more Luises have come in, people are just like I guess it's a weird Luis. I don't know. <laughs> That's so. And and listen, so this is a good way to explain to people. Go find him on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram at Louis Louis Cats Comedy with an S. Yeah. And at Louis Katz on tw on Twitter, going to be in Atlantic City, the Borgata, 21st through 26th of April, and then going to Comedy Bar in Chicago, May 4th through 6th. Right. We got a lot of Chicago people, so go check out Louis. He's awesome, so funny. I I always like talking with you because I forget that like I when I meet people that are like Jewish guys, <laughs> you don't have the West Coast. You're a West Coast Jew. I am a West Coast Jew, and you, like, that's always interesting to me. Because I always, I'm from Boston. I knew the, you know, I, I have Northeast sensibilities, I guess. Yeah. And but you're from the San Francisco area. No, I'm actually from LA. I started comedy you're from in LA. San Francisco. Okay. I sort of lived in LA. I lived in the Bay, Barry, <coughs> California, in both those ways. Yeah, it's a different. 
I don't know if it's yeah, it is a different breed of Jew. And then even even in LA, there's a West Side LA Jew okay. and an East Side LA Jew. How would you describe that? You know, you come here, you live in New York, like you yeah. gotta see people and be like, I can't even believe these people exist. Like it is a different vibe out here. It's on it's on some other shit. And I've had relatives out here. I've you know I have some. My dad grew up in uh, or was in Brooklyn until he was five, mm -hmm. and his side of the family still there. And I have some relatives like that, and uh, that are like deep Long Island or maybe even Yonkers like Jews, and it's like. It's so different from LA. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like I never seen anyone that was like that. You know, the clothes they came was that. You know, there's that scene with um, in Goodfellas where all the wives are hanging out yeah. and they have that big hair and they talk like that. I'm like, this is so. And coming from LA, it's like this is so. This is only something that's in the movies. Yeah. Except these one times when I would meet these New York relatives. <laughs> They're like, exactly yeah, like that. Yeah. My aunt Paula, she says, she goes, uh, beautiful. She says beautiful. She like pronounces the all, yeah, all, the, the all the vowels. Every single vowel. It's really cool. It's so, cool sound. I mean, was it weird to move to Do you like, do you miss things about the West Coast? I, yeah, I wonder this. I like them both. You know, it's just that, uh, you know, my family and, uh, and a lot of my friends, even my friends that I had out here, a lot of them have moved to LA since then. I love New York as a city. I love how it operates. But man, you can't beat like the weather. And honestly, this will this will be contentious, but Go I think the food is better in LA than it is in New York. Wow. Yeah. See, I told you we This is yeah, a, I told this you. Is I breaking. Yeah. This is a this is a serious thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what about you? I think I I do think it's fresher. Well, the produce. I'm not even talk. I'm not even. I wasn't even going to get into produce. You the were produce is, uh, the produce. That's is the clearly, That's my first start. That's where I start. <laughs> what it really has to do with it has to do with immigration Ooh. and uh, ethnic groups coming into the city and being able to afford the city still. So, like, granted, like you can't get as good Italian food in LA as you can here. Okay, but that's like the last wave. Yeah, everyone else, it's like, oh, you, we have great Chinese food. If you want to spend an hour and a half going to deep flushing, yeah. well, it's listen, like I the, don't have the time. I, I'm with you. The Chinese food here is dog shit. It's just it's some of it's, it's okay, but you just got it. You got it. You got to go bad. so deep. It's, it's like bad. oh, there's good. Where's their good uh, um, Latin, Latin food? Oh, you, there's a food truck in Red Hook around a park. How <laughs> yeah, why yeah. do I have to go to Red Hook? Yeah, you, you know? can't afford the, you can't afford the space. Exactly. In so, LA, you can afford the. Mm -hmm. It's wider. So you can afford all these ethnic restaurants can afford they can afford to have restaurants yeah. where it's still kind of expensive, and also there just was like a bigger more recent wave of immigration where it's here it's like we're still holding on to this Italian wave of a hundred years ago. And the moral of the story is we got to get rid of all these Italians. That's what I'm trying to say. That's my point. <laughs> Let's do the emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Louis Katz at Louis Katz on Twitter at Louis Katz Comedy on Instagram. Louis with an S. L-O-U-I-S. Go find him, support him. He's so fucking funny. And go buy the album. If these balls could talk. I love watching you, man. I'm a oh, fan. So I, I I'd say that uh let's do some emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Stuck. Hi, Jared. Just starting listening to your podcast. I enjoy how honest you are about the aspects of dating. Are you in a relationship? What do you got going on? Me? Yeah. I am in a relationship. Longest relationship ever. Or ever. In no, the history oh, of man. I mean, for, I mean for, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I've had a longer ones, but they were long distance. And this is the longest while living within the same city. Uh, how long? Uh, we're now on, it'll be three years in June. Marriage? What are we? Are we moving in together? We, we, we live together. It's also the first time I've lived with someone. So how's we, that going? 
It's pretty good. You know, it's, it's just rough because this comedian lifestyle is just rough for everyone involved. It's rough. I think it's tough dating with comedy is uh, because you decided to do comedy. Yes. And then all of a sudden you have this relationship with someone and it's like I, you're kind of dragging them into this world. Well, I feel that way. That's well, my personal. She's a comedian, too. OK. Which is a mistake. Helpful. Oh, mistake. Uh, well, whatever you want to call <laughs> At least it. she understands. But I would I think dating a comedian <laughs> stuff because now you, that's all you talk about. You don't even get the mental break. Oh, that could I could see that, but it's not really like that. We're also on such. She's like much newer than me, and I've been doing mm. it for a while. But more like it's like uh, she has a day job because I don't have a day job. I haven't had sure. a day job in a while, and she has a day job and she has comedy at night. So that just keeps her real busy. Yeah, it also keeps her like locked into the city where I'm. Tr I'm. Tr I'm like, why don't you come with me? Why don't you? Why don't we? Oh, I got a writing job. Why don't you just come with me? She yeah. can't. She got stuff to do here. So interesting. That's uh, that causes drama. That's tough, especially like the different levels, and people don't mm -hmm. think of that with comedy. Like, there's no promotions. Yeah. But everyone knows who's working on certain levels. You know, yeah. people starting out there at open mics. You have people that are going on the road every week, and yeah. then you have people that are, you know fucking ray romano you know like yeah, you know yeah. like it goes up the spectrum so it's i do understand that it's like dating someone you're dating someone like in in the office a little bit yeah well i mean the good thing about us being on different level levels like i said is that there's no competition i've heard sure. like a lot of comedians they're like competing with each other they're, they're jealous of each other i'm jealous but not about her comedy I'm jealous about other things <laughs> other than her youth <laughs> yes her youth, for sure yeah for Jay, sure. let's do this email uh just started listening to your podcast all right Let's get into it. I've been dating this guy for a couple months. He's 29. I'm about to be 22. I'm still in school, but I also work full time. So I'm pretty busy. He's And his schedule is uh, also pretty erratic. It sounds like you wrote it. Wow. Or she wrote it. It's, uh, so finding time to see each other can be challenging, and that's starting to get to me. In the beginning, it was great, but now I feel like I'm doing all the work. I've talked to him about this, and he's acknowledged that. He also isn't in a great place at work, and he's just in an overall funk. I get that, and I sympathize, so I have to try... I've tried not to let it bother me. However, when I try to talk to him about how he's doing, he doesn't really want to go there and he'll say he's okay. He's a pretty reserved guy and he's told me uh, how he's afraid to fully invest in the relationship because the last time he did, the relationship ended eye roll. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> that's a, such a guy response. Yeah. If I go to in, I we might have to end. Yeah, yeah that's... I, I, the whole I, I, fucking I deal. Totally relate. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should wait until the funk passes and he's ready to fully invest or I should bounce. I've been pulling away a little too uh, just to give him space and not overwhelm him, but I'm also not sure if it's the right approach. It's really been hard because on me because this is the first relationship I've had and I'm not sure how to how you date or how this stuff really works. He's a great guy. He's kind, sweet, generous, funny, etc. He's the kind of guy you bring home to your mom. I, uh, you bring home and your mom loves. That's why I'm having a hard time deciding what to do. I'm also not in a rush uh, to go down the aisle. That's why I'm also okay with the situation. I'm busy with school and work. I don't know what's going on. Thanks for your help. Uh, what do you think? I think it's in trouble. I, I see. I see warning signs all over the place. Yeah, this, this is like guy version of. This is like a very male way of like separating yourself. Well, they're both are. She said she's pulling away too. And you know what? Yeah. There was so they're both pulling away from each other. And another huge red flag for me, at least, this is my own rule. She's like, this is my first relationship, man. You gotta. I mean, I'm just saying, like, oh. maybe this will be the one. But I think personally, you gotta at least have a couple relationships, yeah, uh, under your belt, or you because. You, when you only date one person, you're thinking like, well, this is how it is to be in a relationship. Mm. And just if you date one other person, you're seeing, well, if, if this could be that way, different like that, it could be different a million ways. If there's sure. one different way, then there's a million different ways. Yeah. And so I just think just from that aspect, then I think their age difference is well, like pretty, pretty substantial. 
Yeah, 29, he should be like a little bit more sure of what he wants or what he doesn't have. I, I do think uh, you're right about the first. I think the reason she's holding on to this so tight is she's like, I found it. I have the thing that I like. Why would I let it go? And I do agree with that. Like, I, you, you don't want to just let it go right away. But you're looking at this thing. It's like he's. I think also guys connect their career to like whether they're ready for things, too. Like if this guy's not good at work, mm-hmm. he's looking at you at this chick being like, I don't know if I can even afford what she's looking to have moving forward. I, you know, if I, how can I be a man if I'm not really doing well with this everyday thing that I do? And it's putting me, you know, that comes into the the fold with a funk. But I also think when a guy says this is like a guy thing mm-hmm. where you'll go, I'm just not feeling right. And you look wistfully, <laughs> like you look <laughs> off at a sunset. Girls let this go all the time because yeah. they know that guy, the girls just assume that guys have no feelings at all. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about like a like a vague feeling, and then we can just look off into the sunset. Like it would be like some suns, like end of a movie, like do do do. You know, like they, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I've gotten off the hook so many times. We're just going. I don't know if I can do it. And then I just look away. <laughs> Have you ever done that move? No. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like I got this thing, and then you just look off. Well, that's what. That's and they what, give you the benefit of the doubt because this guy, whatever he's dealing with, he's dealing with. But the fact that he's getting weird and pulling away from you, it feels like you do that when you don't really like the relationship that much. Yes, that's what I. That's that's what I think it is too. I agree. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's like. She, there. I do. You, you don't think that age difference, especially that specific, that age difference, in that and those at that twenty nine to twenty two. I, I twenty two though. Like she shouldn't be sure of anything. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. Saying, so if it's bad, fucking move, move on. on. And I do like Same that for him. But I also think like the tactic she's using is a good one, where she's like moving away. If someone's really in pain and hurting, they need someone to lean on. People That's don't true. just. People don't just like. I I know everyone's like oh they, we all assume everyone's reserved, but like. You call someone and talk about it. Yeah. And when someone offers their help, you go into it. Yeah. With them, if you really care about them, mm-hmm. you don't really put yourself on an island. Yeah. Like the like. So for this girl, pulling away seems like the right thing because if he really did care about you, he'd look to you and go, "Yeah, can you help me?" Th-? Like he would open up to you more. Well, but the bottom line is the problem has to be out there more. It has to be like, is this is this both of our like passive aggressive ways of ending this yeah or are we both busy right now like what that's the question and and that's can't be you can't feel that out you have to lay that out i think you have to lay it out like what's up that too this is if it's over then let's say it's over but if if you're just busy then that's fine but i I do think there's a timeline to these things and and she should Mm -hmm. never don't buy the i just have a troubled past (laughs) and then (laughs) like it doesn't it feel like i've done that so many times where i'm just like yeah i don't know (laughs) <laughs> just been thinking about my dad and then long silence and then she just girls just run away from that do you want to talk about it I don't think I can and then now you have this vague thing that she goes well I you know she goes to her friends and she goes and he said something about her, his dad and the friends are like oh he must be bad you should find out and then he can't I can't talk about I can't talk about it you can tell me anything <laughs> no I can't it's too deep it's too personal just share I was in Vietnam and those dead faces that's how people like that's the move where you act like you have this 
troubled past and that so so burdens so <laughs> burdens you so just let me in your world <laughs> <laughs> yeah when really nah your parents are still together things are good yeah, everything's fine work is sucks but everyone's work sucks i mean usually it means like i kind of don't like you anymore yeah but i still want to fuck you i still want to fuck so, you so uh just stay away from me yeah he, he can't look off to the sunset and go I don't got any more pussy to fuck. <laughs> but I kind of want to don't want to get more committed to you. <laughs> so that's yeah, so like I I just like um I I think what we're both saying is the same thing where it's like listen, he's pushing you away to mm -hmm. make a breakup easier. What I would do is you like I think maybe the, or or you, the, you you're both really busy and that needs or, to be yeah. it needs to be stated that it could hey you said you were busy, but I just want to double check that it's not this. Because it seems like it could be this. Here's what I would do. If I'm her, you've pulled away already. He should have reached out to you. If he hasn't, I would send him a I would send him a text and be like, hey, I feel like we're not hanging out as much anymore. Uh, and put it in you terms. A lot of times, you can't put it in him terms. It's enough about him and how much he's in a funk. Go mm -hmm. fuck himself. Mm -hmm. um, hey, I'm feeling a little ignored. I know you're busy, but we got to hang out this week or else I got to start meeting other people. Ooh, well, you, that, that harsh? Yeah. Because, I don't know, but don't you think what, you can flip you, that? He's like, oh, I get busy at work and now all of a sudden you're fucking someone else because I'm trying to make money so I can buy you nice things? That's what I would say. Then my response to that would be like, it's not about busy. It's about when everyone's busy until they don't want to be. I'm not asking for a date. I'm not even asking for fucking anything. I'm saying, let's get a coffee. Just so I can see your face. I feel like we only exist over text. All right. That appeals to me. That appeals to, right? that, that me in the heart. Right like, there. this <laughs> is the thing. You know, uh, you know, a lot of times we're like, you don't have to ask for the big quinceanera. You know? <laughs> make, make it so easy on the person you're dating that they have to be not into you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I don't think that's an ultimatum. I think it's like, no. hey. Totally like, get without your the, without the maybe that without the ultimatum that sure. you said like not or I'm going to see other people but like hey I know you're busy we have to find time somehow it doesn't yeah. have to be a full night or whatever maybe even coffee like you said but we have to start doing this and it, you know what it sucks it's really hard to like it's not just unromantic it feels like I don't know when I have to like schedule shit yeah like I love because text and phones has made it so everything's kind of played by you're like I don't know text me that day we'll see yeah but when you're in a relationship like that like you have to schedule shit kind of like hard and that's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of an Re icky feeling for me, at least. But also, relationships are work. Yeah, you know they they do take compromise. They take do take part of your day. Yeah. If you don't have the time for a relationship, then you don't have time for a relationship. That's okay. So everyone's great to somebody. Everyone's gonna be great at some point, and then you move on to other great people. Yeah. But maybe it's not the timing. Maybe it's not that. But to say to him to get an hour together is is your total right. And I know that sounds so small, but at the same time, like. Make it so small that they'd have to be not into you. Yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Louis Katz at Louis Katz on Twitter at Louis Katz Comedy on Instagram. Atlantic City Comedy Bar Chicago. Go check them out. Super funny. Hypothetical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Would you rather uh -huh. poop in a toilet at a crowded bar knowing it will clog? Or go outside and use the bushes in the front yard. That's 
He writes, my take. <laughs> I would say, go outside, but I won't, and here's why. If I'm really crowded party, chances are I only know at the very best half of the people. So if I clog the toilet, I can dip out of there, and the only one person that would know for sure would be me. Uh, it was me would be the person next in line. Odds are 50-50 at best, meaning it would probably be better than 50-50 odds that this person doesn't know me, i.e. the person can't rat me out. Bushes, on the other hand, are in the front yard, assuming the crowded party, people uh, standing outside for a smoke. For smoke, the chances being seen are much higher, and it's much more embarrassing than clogging the toilet. Now you're the person who shits outside, plus you don't wipe or wash your hands. What say you? That's a, I think that's a pretty easy one. And in fact, I would I would definitely I would definitely clog the toilet in the bar. And clog I would, the toilet. I, there's no embarrassment. There's no shame in that. It's, it's, a, like, it's a crowded I'm, party. Yeah, I'm powerful. This mm. is what I'm bringing to the table. Mm. I'll blow up your toilet. I just fuck yeah, shit I up. Yeah, clog the toilet. That's, yeah, that's right. Like, I'm a man. Fuck, that's right. You think your shit doesn't stink? That's it. That's that's how famous that statement is. That's a statement. That's like a saying. Your shit yeah. doesn't stink. Like everyone's in here, shit stinks. I sure. just have to have more powerful shit than all the rest of you. This is all about perspective, and I love that perspective. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. I clog the toilet. My bad. I've also become a very from being like you know I would never. I went to public school growing up, so it was all mm. about like not shitting all day and like not using. That was a nasty such toilet. a big public school thing. Yes, exactly, right? I went to public school. It was shitting was like the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, it really was. You could ever do. Yeah. Well, there was no doors on the stall and there was like barely any toilet paper and it was all fucked up. Yeah, and then I remember there was a guy in my elementary school that was like known for like running in and fucking with you. Yeah, they throw shit over the over there. They they throw wet paper towels at you. <laughs> that is such a anyone shitting was just just fair game? Yeah. That's what you get for cheating. It was like in middle school. I was like, I never, never. And then it was like at lunch. It's like I got to. This is the one. I, and then I went in, and this player that now, and up until last season, played for the Los Angeles Rams. Wait, what? <laughs> he was like a big safety. Was, okay. Did the wet paper towel with the thing, and I was like, God. wait, what's the wait? Retell that story without the word thing. What's the wet paper towel? You know, you throw. You just said you ball up a wet paper oh, towel and start throw it tossing over. So them this over. guy on the Rams was known for that. No, he was doing it to him. Yeah. He was getting him. He got you. Yeah, and I was like, God, the one time. This is why we don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we don't shit. Well, we had specific bathrooms we would go to. Sometimes it felt like these public schools were built with one shitter in mind. Like they put like a little golden <laughs> shitter for you to know, for only the smartest people in the school to know about. Well, the key was to say, oh, I got a stomach ache, then go to the nurse's office, then you get to use the nurse's bathroom. That's how that's how I would do it. Oh, we had so my high school we had this like we had this this one shitter that was okay, so it was where the basketball court was. So mm -hmm. you go to the gym okay. and then beyond the basketball court there was a door that would go into the courts because on weekends they'd have games. Okay. So the door leading into the court had a little area that you could use the bathroom. Oh, that's great. So there was a handicap bathroom. Uh -huh. So that handicapped bathroom was the one people would go to, that me, my friends and I would go to. That's great that you even had one. It was I, great. I, I didn't have any of that. Here's the the weird, the worst part was now you had a little community of people who knew about the shitter. We'd all talk about it like it was like, you know, you know, the follow the drinking gorge. You know, it was uh -huh. like this is our like <laughs> trail of, you know, freedom. What is a freedom trail? Like I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I like it. <laughs> trail of tears Tra not trail of tears <laughs> like you know like the, it was like you know how do you get a, you know like when like back you know during slavery underground railroad it was our own <laughs> underground railroad it's our underground <laughs> 
poop show. Freedom trail. <laughs> the freedom trail. Yeah. <laughs> so we we had a small community of guys that uh-huh. knew about this shitter. So then we would all like we knew it like oh you and then like we're got oh you're using you're using you know the gym bathroom. Oh, I know the gym bathroom. So it got to the point where you'd like be like, okay, I'm gonna take my shot. Hey, can I use the bathroom? You go to the teacher, uh-huh. get the bathroom, you know, thing so you mm-hmm. could be in the hallway. Yeah. And then if you were close enough, you could run to this bathroom. But you so you had like if you put it on the clock, you had three thirty to get this shit out. Oh, you're saying just because you're trying to get there before the class gets out, or you have such limited time because you're on a hall pass that you have to get all the way to those basketball courts. You have back. limited time because if you go for ten minutes, the teacher's like, "Where the fuck have you been?" Yeah, and you can't be like, "Took a huge dump." Yeah. to the whole class. Yeah, now yeah. it's an announcement. Yeah, so you had like three and a half minutes where it was like this could have been a pee. So then we would run to the bathroom, and the worst was the word got out so much that you'd sprint there, sweat run, running down your face, and then you'd go like to push it in, and it would be locked, and you go, ah! <laughs> and then you'd hear someone in the bathroom, like one of your friends, like start laughing hysterically because <laughs> they've just got you, you know, through, you know, so that was like the, uh, that was the, the king of shits. That's was so that. privileged that you, that you had a bathroom like that. There was no good bathrooms. I, in fact, this right. trailed me, like there was a long time where it's like, if I was out in the night, if I was at a club or a bar at a mm. party, like at the point where it came like I have to take a shit well I guess my night's over I'm going home yeah and then I had this big flip this change <coughs> yeah and I decided you know what <laughs> you I'm went gonna through, I'm went gonna shit a pause dude yeah I did it yeah. was a big deal and then I said I'm gonna shit you know what I'm gonna start using public restrooms and it changed my life and I'm, I started eating more fiber which okay. is another thing this is all yeah. important yes. I'm the biggest public restroom guy now yeah I'm going everywhere <laughs> don't even care it could be the worst bathroom in the world I'm going I don't understand people who don't who can't do it and with that being said I'm clogging that toilet <laughs> Shelby, what are you doing? I'd go out. Yeah, definitely clog the toilet. Clog the toilet. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. My One of my favorites, Mattress Firm. They got What a great company. They have physical locations for you to go to. Try the mattress. Then you go on your phone. You bring up mattressfirm.com slash podcast, and you see what the deals they got. And they got deals, baby. And if you need a mattress, I don't want to sleep on something I've never put my back on. Do you? I'm talking to you, podcast listener. Do you do you want to sleep on something you've never tried? Mattress Room has, 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 has outlets all over this great nation. So they got you covered. Mattressroom.com slash podcast. See what the deals are happening right now as I read this sentence. 120 night sleep trial to ensure perfection. 120 night low price guarantee. You know they paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast and learn how your sleeping can be monumentally approved. Here's a funny email title. Why is dating like this? This sounds like a breakdown more than an email. Why is dating like this? It's a lady writing in. Hey, Jared, and guess Feather Feather. Anyways, let's get to it. Within the last year or so, I've been having a flirtation with a friend from college I haven't seen in around 10 years. We live in different states that are essentially on different ends of the country already an impossible situation to get anything started. But I'm a hopeless romantic. So I'm always uh, willing to try the impossible situations. After some window tapping on Instagram, some texting. Window tapping is when you like 10 pictures that airs in a row and then they like 10 of yours. It's like, is this a common expression? Or is this something I've something created? You, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so right. it's, uh, you're just sitting there going... Oh, oh, that's great. Hello. That's I'm here. Good. Yeah, so then they tap back. You invented that? 
I've been, yeah, I mean, that's I've been, good. The, the window tap. Yeah, that's I like I've, been, that I've been talking about it for years. Right, uh, so. um, after some window tapping on Instagram, some texting came out here to, to where I live to visit his best friend that lives here as well. Went on a few dates, had a blast. Then he invited me to go uh, with him on an incentive trip from work from his work to Canada. He had a good time there as well. Wow, this is great. But couldn't help but ask what he was expecting from the whole thing. No straight answer there. <laughs> of course. That's when guys get real cagey. So what are we thinking here? And then it's like a very easy answer. Well, we've been fucking on these trips, and that's fun. And when we're done fucking, we're never going to speak again. Uh, instead, he goes, ah. <laughs> Both times, we did have sex. Um, everything was decent. Uh, decent to decent plus there, too. Okay, what a so horrible good, rating that decent is. Decent to decent plus. Can you imagine if someone... You were decent to decent. <laughs> decent plus is the saddest rating I've ever heard. Dece plus. Ugh. It's worse than bad. Uh, uh, can you imagine rolling over off of a woman and just looking at her and going, yeah, that was decent plus. <laughs> it just, because it sounds like it's really less than decent and they're trying to be nice. Oh, uh, we're the worst. I think we've gotten to the point of critical mass with compliments in society. I think we've gotten so bad at compliments that it's like insane to me. I think there's more ways to like half compliment people now than there ever has been. So everyone's just giving shitty. I, I you know, a girl came up to me after the show. She was like, that was actually funny. <laughs> that's not a compliment that's not a compliment because you're saying i'm funny but what you're also saying without saying it is that there was this meeting before <laughs> where you guys were like uh i can't believe we have to go to this fucking show this guy isn't gonna be funny at all yeah but you know i mean you know people must get burned by bad comedy if i was burned twice by two bad comedy shows i would never go again yeah, Do you know what I'm I mean? with you. Like, why I, would you? Why, why, it happens all the time, you know. So there's so well. I mean, like that's kind of you look at all these stand-up specials that are out now, and it's like there's a good and bad to it. There's more specials out, but then there's more people that could watch one special and go stand-up sucks. Well, with the specials, I think it's like you can watch less than the first five minutes. You're like, I don't want to watch this. You turn it off. Mm. But if you paid money to go to a club, or, or or if your night is. Your friend wants you to come to this thing, and they want to stay for the whole show, and it sucks. Yeah, you're sitting there for an hour, hour and a half of bad stand-up. Like that sounds horrible. That to me. sounds that horrible. like a nightmare. Yeah, that's much worse than yeah. the than the special thing. Yeah, you can turn it off. Uh, finally, he invited me to uh, visit him and stay with him for the weekend. We had a great time. We laughed a lot. He made really cool plans for us while, while I was there, and it didn't feel weird to spend the weekend together. The problem with this trip was there was zero affection from him. We didn't touch at all, no cuddling or kissing or anything whatsoever. He didn't even kiss me goodbye when I left the weekend to go home. What's the deal here? I don't understand how we could go from chemistry and a physical relationship to full stop the next time I see him. Why would he invite me out and then uh, kill the romance while I was there? Is he just not attracted to me? Hope that makes sense. Uh, and you have some insight. What the fucking deal with the situation? What do we think? Dude, I don't know. I find that crazy mysterious. That took a left turn that I didn't see coming. Yeah. I don't get... I never I never heard of that. I don't know what that is. It's an extreme version of something that I understand. Well, tell me, because I'm, uh, I'm puzzled. It's very extreme. This guy... Here's what happened. Okay? He's mm -hmm. got the chick window tapping from states away. Ah, he, you know, how, he, how far are they again? How distance? She it said long distance, or does it say how? Hadn't seen it? each other in ten years, so he gets this girl out of the blue who's attracted to. No, but they're they're like, and then he, she all says, across the country, or just different. A few, a little, how far is it? Different ends of the country. She, okay, she right. So okay. that are essentially different ends of the country. So here's what happened, and I and this is how I see it. Okay. And this is, listen, you came to the, uh, you know, the truth sayer, <laughs> Papa JT. You're gonna get it. 
Okay. Right. And this is going to make me sound bad, but it's going to speak for a lot of men out there. All right. Break it down. You window tapped him on Instagram. He's like, oh my God, this chick from back then. I would love to fucking bang this chick. He window tapped back. Then you start messaging. He masturbates to your Instagram profile. He's like, oh my God, I, this girl's fucking high. He's going through it. He's thinking this is going to be great. Okay. He's got girls at home. He's got other things happening. He's out there dating, single, whatever. And I'm connecting a lot of dots here, I understand. But I'm just giving what I think from reading this email. He gets he gets to come there to visit a friend. So now you're an added bonus. So he's getting fucked in this friend's town. Yes. It's a layup. Yes. Then he's got the work trip, okay? The work trip um, is away from life not his hometown, so he can be whoever he wants in this work trip with you, another layup. He's fucking the whole work trip, okay? okay. So then uh, she asks what he's expecting, okay? Now he's like, okay, the jig is up. Lights turned on in the bank while he's robbing it all of right. all the fucking vagina. <laughs> okay? He realizes, okay, we're at a critical point in this thing where I got to start backing away. But okay. he doesn't want to be a dickhead. So he keeps it going in a way that he knows he's going to end it. So he figures he'll have her over to his place. Uh, then he goes to visit. She goes to visit him for the weekend because he feels like he has to to not be a dick so that he can be looked at in the light of goodness. So now she goes to him and he says, I'm going to have fun with her, but only so much fun that it feels like a friendship more than a relationship. I'm going to be uh, like weird enough during this trip that she could walk away and be like, I don't know if I even like this guy. He's trying to get himself dumped from her That's without crazy. getting dumped. I just don't. I just don't. I do see what I'm. Like, I see the, what you're saying. Because I've done this, but on a local level. I just really because I don't I don't I don't get. I do First think all, he's I don't attracted think he, to her. I don't think it, it's not about her. I think he <sighs> saw, oh my God, she's asking what this is going to be more of. And then I'm still dating these girls in my hometown. I can get them off for a weekend and she's going to come in and we'll figure it out. And then towards the end of it, he was like, I'm sure in the beginning he wasn't as not affectionate as he was at the end of that. Well, yeah, visit. totally. I mean, first of all, I think you're, that's a huge assumption that he's got all these girls somewhere else. He might, he might not. Might, might not. Okay. But I just think. I just don't understand in what world are you having potentially he's does he say if he's playing for the plane uh, paying for the plane ticket or not? I don't know. In what world do you have some girl? I mean, I guess in, in the world where it's just decent plus sex. But I'm saying like, how do you have a girl <laughs> at your house for the weekend? Yeah, who you who's there to fuck you and you don't fuck her? Like to me, that's crazy. Even if I'm gonna break up with her, even if I'm break her, see, I break, kind of assume I mean, that like, they fucked on that trip. I guess you're right. He could have fucked her and then acted like a dick, and then she would have broke up with him. Yeah, that's win win for him. This is lose lose. Like I don't get it. It seems like a crazy guy's way of separating himself from a woman. Maybe. Or right, how about this? This is a, this is another. This is totally hypothetical. So okay. I apologize for putting this in her mind, but this is where my crazy mind would work. Go for it. Um. He does have another girl. He fucked her without a condom. He's fucking her without a condom. Now he wants to get tested. He didn't know that he was going to fuck her. Now he's worried. He can't go back to condoms with this girl. So he's like acting. So that's why he's not fucking her this weekend because he has to wait till he gets tested and he fucked. And that's what happened. My hypothetical that make sense? makes way less sense than yours. Yours makes the most sense. Thank you. Something is up where he fucks someone else in between trips and now he can't go back to condomville. Mm hmm. 
That's got to be. I mean, that. That sounds right, right? That could be. That seems. I'm possible. taking my. I. Mine could be true. Yours is definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only reason to not. Why would you not? Like touch her the whole weekend, and she did say we had a great time. We laughed a lot. He made really cool plans for us while I was there. So he did all the things that he would do for someone he likes, except the touching and the fucking. He thought if we fuck, then I have to reveal that I fucked other women. Mm -hmm. But in between, yes, those are two very reasonable things that could have happened. And what she should do, she needs to text him and have an open conversation with him because honestly. He's a country away. You have nothing to lose. Okay. Yeah. Send him a text that says, hey, I had a great time. It just was weird that we didn't hook up. Yeah. And and see what he says to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are. Let him these, talk. We're Because we're both. It's still hypothetical. We're totally sure. basing this on just imagined scenarios. You should just. You, yeah. You should just ask him. And what's the deal? Why? We, we didn't hook up. It's weird. It is weird. Anytime you go to someone with something you're feeling, think about. What would happen in a court of law? If you went in front of the jury and you were mm -hmm. like, I went on, we had date one, we, we met over Instagram from high school from 10 years ago, we hooked up, we went to, I went to his place, we didn't hook up. Everything hooked was up great. twice, hooked up in America. Yeah. International hookup, International. Canada. That's two different countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I know, and then I go to meet him for a weekend, we, he, we have dinner, he takes me out. But no fucking. Didn't even you kiss go her goodbye the, though. Is like that's I don't weird. Even get I don't know, man. It seems really. That's weird. why I my thought on him trying to like separate them is like this is what it was and nothing more future. That's why the, they make plans. What is this dude? Let's make plans for our future, and I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna kiss you. I was just. It's so odd. I don't think either. I don't think either of ours hypotheticals are. Even still, totally justify the whole thing. I, I I do think it's funny that she tells it. Why is dating like this? This isn't what it's <laughs> this like. Is not what it's this like is ever. a crazy we scenario. Were, we were just both baffled by this. So <laughs> that's not what dating is like. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Louis Katz at Louis Katz on Twitter at Louis Katz comedy on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. So funny. Let's do this one. Falling for the childhood best friend. I'm currently a junior in college at a respected state university in the Midwest. This past spring break, I went on a trip with two childhood friends, myself, another guy, another guy friend, and the girl I grew up next to as a kid. I've always been close to the girl, but as, as we've gotten older, I've become more interested in dating her. We go to different schools, but not far away. We see each other often. Do I have a chance if I put myself out there, or am I only seeing this as grass greener on the other side? Any help would be toast preach. What do we think? It's just a risk. the The real question is, can you, can you, ex can she hear that and still be friends with you, and can you hear no and still be friends with her? Because mm. that's what you're putting on the line. Yeah, I kind of think it's worth it. But do they? They don't live. Do they also not live with each other. Or? They go to different schools that are like. But he says they're close enough that they see each other at these schools. I. I mean, to me, I think it's worth putting out there. But you have to. He has to fucking steal himself. And be like, he has to be cool with her not being down. Yeah, I, I kind of think he he's a junior in college. I think whenever you're like in college, I think these are things you should put off. Maybe. I think or you, it's like, oh, we just hooked up in college, and then it gets weird, and then you wait a few years, and then it's cool again. You know what I mean? That's true. If it does work out, at least you're far enough away from each other for now, for these next couple years, that you don't have to really deal with this person if she says no. Also, it just, it just makes all of... 
it just makes all of dating like way more complicated because even even just a hookup could if it's just you don't want just a hookup right i mean no. this is someone you'd want a relationship with so that just makes it very weird and and here's the other weird thing is that um um even when you're friends with someone you can be the closest friends with someone the way someone acts in a relationship is totally different than how they act with everyone else in the world something else gets triggered i i think that's interesting and so you don't know how they'll be if you guys were together yeah this might be just you being friends with her because also having this like backlog of information knowing someone from childhood is just a different relationship too you have so yeah. much that you already have built off of you have so much that you know about each other you have so much that you're like you know it's not this isn't like the things you're feeling it's warming to be around this person just be that could be a guy and you could be straight and it could be a guy and you could have a warm feeling because you just know the same, you know, neighborhoods and you, there's no explanation. There's no wondering, you know, what is, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think like you could be fooled into thinking this girl is something more than she is. And it's only because you're at college, you're away from home. You're not around people that know your background and know your family, your mom and your dad, all that stuff. But but on the other hand, I think wouldn't that make for a great relationship? Oh, I'm such good friends with this person and they're the right gender for fucking. <laughs> to me, that sounds perfect, right? I mean, yeah. it's like... you got all the, all the makings. Yeah, this is fair. It just seems... But that's why I think put it off. I think what, you know, what she is, I think mentally she is a great example of someone you would like that could exist in someone else. So right mm -hmm. now, what she's allowing you to do is have taste. So taste in women is, and men and women and relationships, that takes time to build. It's like credit, okay? You don't just automatically know what you like. It, just like you said to the first girl, she's had one relationship. You don't yeah. know what it's like. That's true. This is a relationship that you can look at other girls that are at your school and be like, okay, these are the things I like about her. Here are the things I don't like about her. And this is how I feel when I'm around her. Maybe I can feel this with someone else. And then you're going to get to a point where you move back to your hometown and maybe you move back to like a city that's near your hometown. She's in the same city and this relationship is still there and you haven't, you know, fucking blown your load. Yeah. I guess I don't know if it's worth putting off. I just think I just think you have to recognize what's at stake. Yeah, because there's so many points at which this could go wrong, and you could lose this friend who's been such a good friend to you all this time. Like, yeah. like man, like like I said, what if uh, like you don't know how they act in a relationship? What if she's a bad kisser? What if the sex is bad? Like, what if there's no chemistry yeah, physically? Sure. Like, it could it could fuck up anywhere along the line, and then both of you have to be mature enough to say, well, that didn't work. Let's still be friends. We tried. That seems that seems. Very, that's that's way easier said than done. You have to be more mature than you should be. Yeah, yeah. With with, then, with this coming out, I would to be the at that yeah. age. I I just couldn't. I couldn't have. I mean, just to me, uh, getting um denied just hurts. You know. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to be like, well, okay, I guess you don't like me, and we're like, oh, you, uh, I, my dick's weird, or oh, oh you, you know, your pussy stinks. <laughs> yeah, so we're still friends. Your pussy yeah. just stinks, but we can't hang out. You know, it's like you have no idea what what that thing could be. Your pussy stinks. Like, what if that's what it is? <laughs> yeah. He has no know. idea what a pussy smells like after being friends. This is a whole new world yes. that has to be given a whole new world. You know, you don't know just because you're good friends now doesn't mean it's going to be for real. And it's and it's just so many like there's so many like there's so many ways you got to be really extra careful about her, not hurting this person and not you you not getting hurt. It's like it's just it's just very delicate. And it sounds like the friendship means a lot to him, so he should really take everything into consideration. I uh, it's an important decision, and it's also something sometimes you have to look at. Am I looking outward? Am I like am I looking 
towards the friend from home or the friend from this or the friend from that because things are shitty here. Yeah. And you have to just you have to take all these things into account before you make a move like that. That's a good question. I mean, and that's there's no information for it there, but it's like, are you dating one at your school? Or, or like I think this is what you're kind of implying. It's like yeah. maybe he's not dating anyone at his school, so he sees someone like, oh, I had this friend and she's a sure. girl, so why that should be who I'm dating. It's like, well, if if these if, you these know, friends of a different gender that yeah. you think you might be able to date mm-hmm. are a lot of times a mirage. Mm. Because they seem like, oh, I've look at our good interaction. But that only exists because you're friends. Uh, not because you've been trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't exist. And that's so, and, and it's tough, and because I, I have a lot of uh, female friends from young age, okay. like my two neighbors growing up, like I've known since birth, women, you know, they, you know, they're women, you uh-huh. know. So it's like I, you know, of course, I've had moments in my life where I'm like, would that have been, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I'm always like, no, they're, <laughs> you know, they're sisters to me, and, and you know, and they, it never, you know, I, but you'd be crazy to not think like, is that. The path I and you're like no, they're friends of mine, and I know these things about them, and they're just easy to talk with. Yeah, because we have this past. Yeah, yeah, J- that's a good point. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This one's just a picture of a ghost. What? What's the title? Feathering he he. I'm 24 years old and moved to NYC. He does not read well. He he makes my dick go away. <laughs> Especially you saying hee hee for me personally. Yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> not, creepy. it's a little creepy. I don't like it. I'm 20 years old and moved to NYC a year ago. Since I've been here, I've been making the most of single life and meeting new people. I've gone out with some pretty great guys I've really liked, but I'm finding myself in a cycle. I'll hit it off with a guy. They'll express a lot of interest over text, be active plan makers, seem to really want to get to know me. We'll go on dates, meet up for about four times, sometimes end up hooking up, sometimes not. Having fun nonetheless, after about the fourth date, they'll continue to text me first. They'll still be interested and they'll stop initiating plans. I'll eventually ask if they want to hang out and they just completely ghost. In college, I found it easy to tell what kind of what kind of guy uh would disappear on me just reread their reading their actions but postgrad i've been ghosted so many times and been blindsided each time the cycle started to upset me because i thought all these guys liked me enough to at least tell me they weren't interested could i be doing something off-putting i'm starting to get the impression that if you show that you're imperfect in some ways guys will just dump you for the next one is this a new york thing my favorite part of dating is getting excited about someone new but this is backfiring because getting excited uh Ends up with me feeling like shit. How can I still have fun with dating? Because right now I feel like it's just not fun anymore. Wow. This is a good email. It is a good email. And I understand the guys and I understand her. Yeah. And what we have, you know, do you have any thoughts on this? Like, why would you leave this girl? I think, well, I mean, I think ghosting is pretty rude. No one wants, there's it's like, rude. there's a lack of people, Um, the internet's allowed for people, it's funny, it's allowed for people to confront each other more, but also to like totally not be confrontation-less. Yeah. And so any kind of actually like having to say like, hey, I don't want to see you anymore, mm-hmm. like people just, now that people can get away with it, they're getting away with it. Because everyone, you know, it's like, it's like all the apps, they allow you to not be, um not be uh, turned down. You know, it's like easier to like, I don't like you over an app than it is to like say it to someone's face. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it's become easier to ghost people even though it's super rude and I think people shouldn't do it personally. I do think it might be a New York thing. I feel like New York is almost like a um, giant buffet and people (laughs) want to try the different stations. And so... Well, New York, you never run out of people to swipe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, 
I think it could have to do with um, I don't know, man. I was gonna say age, but I think you you'd be dealing with this for guys of all different ages it could and stuff like that. Age. Yeah. And I, and also I think it's I would say also the problem is it's like I don't think even the hooking up and not hooking up is the problem because to I think guys are different. Some guys are like once they fuck they're out. Me I'm like, why would I not want to call you again if we fucked? Like, yeah, that seems fun. We should fuck again. You've, you know? you've shopped at my store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't a repeat customer? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want you back in the store? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. So that. So I don't I don't think the whole that whole idea that like holding out or not having sex is going to change that is is going to or not. I would just have. Why don't you say no ghosting on the profile? Can you put that there? <laughs> I wouldn't put that. Like a ghostbusting symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little, like the Ghostbusters. I don't. Believe, I, don't I, I'm afraid of no ghosts. I'm no, afraid of no ghosts. No, but I am afraid I'm of a ghost. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid ghost. of the ghost. I think the scenario she presented. Okay, so the, here's the cycle. Hit it off with a guy. A lot of interest. Make a plan. Seem to want to get to know me. Go on dates. Meet up for about four times. Sometimes hook up. Sometimes not. Fourth date. They'll continue to text me first. Like they're still interested, but they'll stop initiating plans. Okay. Stop initiating plans seems weird. Don't you Here's think? what it is. What? I've I've done this. All right. What what is it? There's a lot of people that are just looking to fig find people to want to fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and what these guys are doing, <laughs> they have uh, what they're not saying this, and I I'll say it for them. They have an amount of money that they're willing to invest in this fuck. <laughs> okay <laughs> and they're getting to that point where they're like okay i got <laughs> i put this much money in now is when i get to you know live off the investment it's I, all interest it's <laughs> all interest i want dividend producing stocks Okay, and there's a lot of people out there. What they'll do: first date, second date, third date. Fuck, we know the know the drill. <laughs> so you say is you know you're active at first, and then because of texting, we allow people to be more. We talk. I probably talk with girls in the first two weeks more than my parents did in the first year. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm saying to you is, I think you need to like retreat back from text so much. I think that's why she's getting disappointed from guys because she's saying, oh, she's actively there. She's she's ready to go. Hey, yeah, I'm in. Whatever you want to do. What does it mean initiating the plants? Why is what they're doing deal? is they're texting her being like, hey, want to go out tonight at six? Hey, okay. want to do drinks next week on Tuesday? So, which, and so then they're they initiating. But and, then, then, uh, and then she'll say, hey, when's the next hangout? And they'll go, well, <laughs> I've already put in 300 bucks into this thing. You really think it's financial? That's pretty I don't think it's financial. I think that's what the map... Sometimes we do math in our head that we don't even know we're doing. Yeah. You have an amount of pain tolerance that you're willing to take until you're like, this is 2 a.m. hookup time. Yeah. Or it could, it could, it could be even like a, a, a emotionally adding it up. Like I put yeah. in, I've invested a certain amount of time. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah. be money. It could be time. It could be emotional, whatever. Money's the, the easiest example, but you're right. It, it, we all have this graph of like, okay, I've gotten to my limit with this person. I should be fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. I should be doing it late at night. And I'm, I know this sounds horrible. Like, I know people are rolling their eyes at this, but I'm just saying this is what's going on with us. No, these I, guys. I just feel like it's like, um, I don't know. It's what I saw someone posted was a meme. It was like, doesn't fuck on the first date, so it ends up like in two year horrible relationship. You know what I mean? It's like everything. It's bad. It could be bad. Either it could be way, bad either way. You know? But I, I think what she needs to do is be. I think she needs to do two things. Start dropping these guys before they drop you. Start looking at these guys a little bit more um, with taste. 
Start looking at what they disappoint you. Don't be someone that's just on. Don't put all the decision making in their hands. That's one. Because what it sounds like what you're saying is like, well, I'm here. I'm fun. Why aren't they going on more dates? And it's like, why are you going on dates with them? Do you like them? They're obviously looking at you and deciding on you. You should be deciding on them as well. That's true. The other thing, be a little bit, I'm not saying easy, but be easier about your plans. Every guy you meet isn't going to be drinks guy or doesn't have to be. So these guys might be looking at a certain age. You're 24. Maybe you're meeting other 24-year-olds. Those guys at that age are going to be like, hey, we want to do, you know, like, I want to do 24-year-old things. I want to meet you out. I'm going to be out with my friends on Saturday. You want to come out? That should be things that you should be presenting, I think, at this age. Hey, I'm going to be out with my friends. You and your friends should come. I think if she starts oh, making things less clinical Dady. and datey, she'll be seen as more light than she... Depends you know. the age of the person she's dating. It could be totally. It could be anybody, you know? But I like just feel th like there's no inkling to her. You think there's no inkling of, of a potential ghosting? Like, you can't sense that for someone? Maybe not. I think when someone... I think, like, at the, when you get to the fourth date... And, it, and it's, again, another meeting, people start bailing out. What do you mean another meeting? Like, well, she's like, she'll say, I'll ask if they want to hang out, and they'll just completely ghost. If I've gone on drinks first date, and okay. then I do dinner second date, yeah, and then nice. we do another third date, another dinner, uh -huh. and then the fourth date, she's like, well, when's the next hangout? I got to do another fucking dinner with this person? No, that's Netflix and chill well, type shit. Or, right? it, and if you don't want Netflix and chill, you want, hey, make it a little lighter is what I'm saying. At that point, it should be like, you should be having more fun than this meetings that you've been having. That's interesting. You call them meetings. Yeah. And then she is saying initiating plans. It's like, why not just be like, oh, do you want to do anything? Like not make it, maybe you're right. Maybe it's the fact that they're all dates. Yeah. That's interesting. I think guys get tired. It's more of this investment thing. We get, okay, I've done that already. We've yeah. met. Like, let me see you in a new context. Let me see, you know, and, and sometimes these relationships don't grow because they shouldn't. Yeah. But sometimes it's, you have to be thinking, oh, I'm out during the day with my friends. We text all the time. Hey, do you want to come? We're going to be here. Make it light. Make it so easy that, again, they have to not like you. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We, we have a voicemail, Shelby? Yeah. Let's do a voicemail. I love the voicemail, and I want more of them. 347-669-8252. 347-669-8252. Louis Katz, at Louis Katz on Twitter, at Louis Katz Comedy on Instagram. Comedy Bar Chicago, May 4th through 6th. Atlantic City Borgata, 21st through 26th. If These Balls Could Talk is the album. Let's go to the voicemail. I'm caller, long-time listener. I got This guy, come on. Oh, pause it for What's a second. What's up, J Train? My name is Rob. I'm calling you. Go back to the um, beginning. This is the sleepiest <laughs> voicemail we've ever got. <laughs> What's up, J Train? My name is Rob. I'm okay. calling you. Um, first time caller, long time listener. I got a question about moving out to LA for a new job that I've been thinking about. Um, a friend of mine lives out there now. I've been talking to her about moving out there, what it's like, cost of living, stuff you'd normally talk about. But every time I give her a text or a call, it turns flirty on her, on her end, and I'm kind of not into it. So I don't want to move out there and be dealing with a clinger while I'm trying to, you know, Trying to get you out, out, you know, what kind of girls are out there. <laughs> I love the pause. Hold so on. I don't want to move out Can we rewind there. a little bit? 
I love that he's thinking this out. Yeah. How do I not sound like a degenerate <laughs> fucking dude? <laughs> Go back. This is so funny. Trying to, you know. Go back a little bit more. Feel out, you know. So wait, the broker's sending flirty shit? No, it's his friend. Flirty it's, on her. She's... Oh, it turns flirty on her on her end. And I'm kind of not into it. So <laughs> I don't want to move out there and be dealing with a clinger. While I'm trying to listen you know, this pause, feel out, you know, <laughs> what kind of girls are out there. And get well, I'm so I don't want to move out there. He had so many disgusting thoughts in his mind that went through his mind while he, while I'm trying to. Uh, how do I put this lightly? <laughs> I don't need this feel clinger. Out. I'm trying to uh, like he's like literally whacking off as <laughs> thinking yeah, about the girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's thinking about, he's literally got this, imagine this girl from Instagram, he's like, you know, with a million followers, whacking off to, lives in LA. I'm not, yeah, I'm trying to fuck that million follower chick. <laughs> so go on. Be trying to start things, if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm not the type of guy to um, just shoot someone down and tell them I'm not interested. So what's your advice on dealing with someone who may be more You're not an honest guy? than I am? And it's kind of got that clingy vibe. So thanks a lot. Oh, been I've been listening for a while now. So keep doing what you're doing. Love thanks this call. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in. Three four seven six six nine eight two five two. All of you should put it in your phone. Just put it in your phone as Papa JT. Um, and if you're out <laughs> and you got a question, call up. Uh, what do you think of his issue? I mean, I think he's not the kind of. I don't understand. He's not the kind of guy to tell... This This is why everyone's ghosting on the other girls. Like, I'm not the kind of guy to tell someone I don't want to hook up with them. <laughs> well, what the fuck are you going to do? How, what, how else are you going to handle this? I think... Yeah. It sounds like they're not that good friends. And he's moving out there. Sounds like he's got a good free place to stay for the first month. Let it all turn to shit. Have a free place to stay. Have sex with her, even though he doesn't want to. Yeah. And then, <laughs> have sex and, with her. And then, by then, he'll find a new place, and he can never see her again. I... <laughs> He doesn't have to like what he the the problem he presents is that a girl is giving him a flirty vibe. Yes. Okay. You can be dumb doofus dude for as long as you want. Let her be flirty and get to a point where she's like, "Well, aren't we going home?" No, I thought we were just yeah. friends. Yeah. And you, that's your right as a guy or a girl. You can be like, hey, "Listen," and not that you're using this girl. You no, could be a not. friend to her while she has whatever is going on in her mind. Yes, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, why you drive your boat. Don't worry about her fucking boat. Yeah. Your boat is the one that's on the track to move to L.A. You're you're very thankful that she's going to be a friend. You'd like to be her friend, mm -hmm. um, but you're going to do your own fucking shit, and yeah. you're going to uh, try to fuck everybody else. <laughs> Man, it sounds like he's been, like, maybe he's been returning the flirting a little bit. Maybe that's why he been. feels bad. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm like, I mean, between this and the last one, it's like, why don't people just say what's like, hey, like you were saying, like, no thanks. Yeah. Move on. Like, but, what the fuck? But there, this is what I'm saying. There's actionables that she'll ask for that you will say no to that are, you know, flirty vibe isn't enough for you to stop this relationship and say something. No. Hey, want to come over while you're over, while, when you get to LA and fuck me? That's when you can say, listen, I yeah. enjoy you as a friend. I don't see it getting to be more than that. I get, I just feel like, I just, I mean, how bad could she be? Why would yeah, you that's wanna, true too. Why wouldn't you just want to go to? You have something in place when you get there. Yeah, and then you could do. And then he he also has the excuse. 
oh, I just moved to town. I don't know if Built I'm ready for whatever. I mean, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know why I'm like, I'm down to save the friendship from two <laughs> emails ago, but not this one. Yeah. This friendship seems more tenuous. It seems more <laughs> built on lies, too. It just doesn't seem like they're that close. Yeah, it seems like there's a girl that's kind of being nice, and he's, you know, into himself, too, and he's like, ah, she probably wants to fuck me. <laughs> and he's like, or, ah. Or I think he's flirting back. I think they've, yeah. been, I think they've been like, I mean, she's been flirting over text. Mm. And he's not... Oh, I see. I see what he's doing. He's using her. He's. I see what he's saying. He's like. He's not shutting down the flirting now because, because he feels he's moving like, out there. Because he also feels like he has to be cool with her because he's she's his connect out there. Yeah, man. I think you say nothing. That's why you say nothing. You get out yeah. there. Listen. You can you can shut someone down for a hookup and be their friend. Yeah. You can be both. You can say to them, "Listen, I don't see you that way. I, I'm flattered." Like you can be genuinely flattered and say to someone. Hey, but I just don't see this going that way. Well, and, I don't want to. I think what we have is too special. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. And I, you know, I just came to LA. I'm just getting my my footing. So I'm just trying to get my shit to, you know. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Louis Cass, thank you for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. This was fun. Fucking fantastic. All of you go follow Louis. So funny. L O U I S K A T Z. At Louis Katz on Twitter. At Louis Katz Comedy on Instagram. That's right. If these balls could talk. What would they say? Find out. Go to iTunes. iTunes. Go look them up. Uh, Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, we're here with your emails and your questions. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>